Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here with one of our new guest hosts. Uh, he is now uh, Kwame Fraser, uh, previously known as uh, Scott. So, Kwame, how are you doing today? I'm great. Uh, good to see you, Luki. Awesome. So uh, it, was, it was an interesting way that we had this conversation. So I had recently done a post on changing my name. So I am Luki Danu Carianto, but a lot of the different online assets, I go by Luki Danu, j- just to make things easy. Like nobody wants to type in 12 letters, but they can just type in four, right? But the moment when I changed my name, like Luki Danu, something felt off, something didn't feel right. And then uh, when I made the change, uh, like I actually got a couple of messages, hey, Luki, you okay? Like what happened? You, you kind of changed your name. And then from that, it, it kind of sparked a whole bunch of different conversations. So I decided to change my name back. And then uh, I was looking at on, on LinkedIn and I saw uh, this new connection that I had Kwame Fraser, and apparently it's not a new connection. It's someone that I knew before. Uh, so I want to kind of engage in a discussion about uh, kind of the name change, and then uh, ultimately one uh, talking about like authenticity and, and being your authentic self. So I'd love uh, Scott Kwame. <laughs> uh, h- however, uh, we can kind of go through the, the a little bit of the backstory, and I'd love to hear a little bit about uh, how how you decided to uh, go back or go forward or whatever into into kind of your your more authentic self. Yeah, well, you know, it's been it's been a, uh, an interesting year because uh, I, <clears throat> I I made the decision to uh, to uh, start going by Kwame uh, this summer, hmm. um, and uh, I guess you know it's not, it wasn't um, it didn't do it on a whim. I've I've been uh, workshopping it with some of my uh, some of my black friends for a while now. Uh, and and so I've been thinking about it for a long time. Talk, thinking about my relationship to my name, uh, my my you know my birth name Scott. That still remains. Uh, um, it's what's on my driver's license. I haven't mm-hmm. gotten around to legally changing my name. Um, uh, and and you know it's not like I have any problem with the name Scott at all. Uh, I, it just didn't sit right with me. I remember even as a kid uh, coming back. It was in elementary school. And I came home one day and uh, I told my mother, who I'm sure was devastated to hear this, that I didn't like my name. And mm-hmm. so she was she was a little upset by that. But she uh, she humored me and she said, well, you know, what do you think you would like your name to be? And I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I, I hadn't really thought of the second part of that, the, the implied question, you know, <laughs> As, uh, I just knew um, uh, that I wasn't I wasn't really feeling Scott. And she made some recommendations based on my middle name, which is Alexander, hmm. uh, and not, none of those really uh, <clears throat> really worked uh, or felt uh, felt right for me. Um, but then, you know, if any, anyone who heard our previous uh, our previous conversation might remember that I was in the military, and then then hmm. I was just Fraser, right? I mean, hmm. uh, so I've had I've kind of had this kind of shifting. Uh, uh, identity uh, for a while or this kind of questions about uh, my personal nomenclature uh, uh, for a while and uh, this year I think uh, uh, I finally made the decision to uh, I guess you can call it a rebranding uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm, st- I'm still the same person substantively uh, you know I still 
I feel I, I still behave more or less uh, uh, the same way. Um, but I think what's what I'm observing is that uh, people respond to the name uh, Kwame differently than they did mm. uh, Scott. For sure, and I, I know my my story is slightly different, but but similar in the sense that well, I my birth name was the strange name was Lukey. It's not Luke, or it's not Lucky. It's it's Lukey, right? And a lot of people were like, "Oh, is that like a, a nickname or something?" It's like, "Oh, that's my actual name." Oh, and uh, hopefully he's not reacting to the name. <laughs> but um, I I had a similar thing where where I wanted a different name too, and and but unlike you, I I I actually had a thought where I wanted a kind of a quote unquote normal name. I wanted like a Michael, a Patrick, a Kevin, like one of those things. Like being an, a newcomer, an immigrant, I wanted a kind of a, a westernized type of name, right? Uh, but then they said no. You, you got to keep your name. So I went on it. But I, it was interesting because I never went by Luke. I would always go by Lukey, right? And then it solely, I just, I guess I got uh, acclimatized to it. And I now I love it. It's, it's just a good, interesting talking point that I can have conversations with people in it. And, and uh, I, I change, I, I've never changed my name. And for me, it was that, that last name that was an interesting point that kind of hit home for, for me. Um, so that's kind of a, a similarly different one. Um, but I'd, I'd love if, if you can walk us through a little bit more about that, that thinking process, right? So obviously it started as a, a kid and, and it was incubated there uh, and the military, your Fraser, right? so shifting identity. And then how does one lead uh, from, from kind of that shifting identity to, to start making uh, kind of the decision over the summer to, to change your name to uh, Kwame? So like, what are some of the things that you thought about and what was going on in your head, if you don't mind sharing? Well, it's interesting because you, you talked about um, in your family, uh, um, your, you know, the, the keeping your name uh, and, and as a child, maybe wanting to, to you know, be, make yourself more invisible or less, <laughs> less, you know, stand out less. Right. Yes. As, as, a, as an immigrant kid. Uh, now, I'm, I'm the son of an immigrant uh, from Jamaica and and um I, I think I also wanted to be invisible, and I think that mm. the name Scott Fraser, uh, uh, at least on paper, really made me invisible. Uh, and so what started to change uh, was my willingness to continue being invisible. Mm. Um, and and especially in my line of work where I'm, I'm working in an industry, the pub publishing industry, uh, where there are just there simply aren't that many black professionals working in this sector, mm. uh, and, and by taking a, a, an obviously African, uh, specifically West African, uh, uh, name, I I feel like I'm becoming more visibly uh, uh, available to to you know to black writers who may not have ever felt uh, safe submitting their work or or supported and and sending their work. So this is really a reverse of that childhood desire to mm -hmm. be invisible, uh, where, where all I wanted was to fit in so that, uh, you know, it, it's just easier, right? I mean, it's hard, it's hard being the, uh, the, the, the standout, uh, especially around if it's around a racial or ethnic trait that, that, you know, is not always, it's not always popular in the playground, right? Mm -hmm. It's, uh, so, so, um, you know, I think what's happened is, is as I've entered my 40s, uh, I certainly have the, the desire and the confidence to be far more visible yeah. and to take, take up some space. For sure. I think part of it goes back to that confidence thing because well, growing up, uh, I, I kind of share the same sentiment where you're trying to uh, kind of be invisible and, and you don't really want to stick out from the crowd, right? What There's that uh, sentiment like, 
the the tall poppy um, syndrome, where like the tall poppy gets kind of cut, <laughs> or uh, something to that effect, right? Um, so, but I, I do find that when you get older, you come into a little bit more of your confidence, maybe because you've been around and you've experienced so much that you're like, ah, none of that stuff really matters. And then you realize, okay, what do I really want to stand out for? What are those values? What are those things that I want to embody are, are definitely some things that, that I often uh, consider myself and uh, being proud of my, my uh, strange, often uh, time-consuming name, because <laughs> it is quite long to, to include and, and write out, uh, but definitely em embracing that part of it. And I'd love if you share a little bit on like kind of again the decision process again you had to evaluate like that authenticity of your yourself so um, when we were first kind of talking about this this episode we we talked about uh, your being your authentic self so it, it sounds like that as you're uh, adopting this new identity you're more aligned with with your uh, authentic self and uh, as I was looking into the the dictionary definition like authenticity or being authentic is undisputed in origin genuine uh, and then apparently existential philosophy so they have something in that it's relating to or denoting an emotionally appropriate significant purpose purposive and res uh, responsible mode of human life so uh, that probably needs a philosophy degree to dissect <laughs> that sort of thing. but but what I uh, took from that is, is basically again it's it's being who you are at your core and I'm wondering if you could comment a little bit about like your authentic self and and kind of the name change and all that sort of stuff and what does that mean for you well, it's your lucky day because I, I, I'm fairly well versed in existential thought, so I, I <laughs> can pull that thread. And, and, and you know, the, the, ba the basic idea of, of existential thought is, it can be boiled down to the phrase, existence precedes essence. So mm, you, you okay. exist, and then it's up to you to sort of figure out what the essence of, of your life is going to be. You know, okay. So, <clears throat> so uh, just to, to pull that thread... Uh, um, uh, when I, you know, changing my name or, or, you know, changing, changing this part of my, the way I, I, uh, talk about myself in a way I've, I've made an, a, a conscious decision to edit my essence. I'm not mm -hmm. saying I threw out everything that, you know, preceded this, this change. I, I regard it as a, uh, at, in, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a fairly small thing for one, uh, uh one person to make a relatively small change to their, personal uh, nomenclature but it, for me it's yeah I've, I've made an edit to to my essence uh and it, it a conscious choice right it's 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 uh uh and and by doing that I'm, I'm i'm taking some certain responsibilities i think i mean i think existential uh philosophers would always say that it's it's our duty it's our responsibility to make those conscious uh choices about what our essence is all about um uh, as opposed to, to sort of passively doing it like a like a cork being tossed around on the sea, uh, we're in we're you know we're piloting our own our own uh, ship. We're under our own power, uh, uh, and and we can make those conscious choices. Uh, that's amazing, and it reminds me of uh, something that I would work with other folks in the career coaching side, where oftentimes people when they're trying to find like their purpose and fulfillment, whatever, they want to find kind of their North Star, like where it is they're, they're heading to. Um, but for, for me, it's, it's less about the direction and where you're going and more, are you the one steering the ship? So I love what you said about kind of that conscious choice. And I actually find that choice more and more is becoming that thing that differentiates folks, right? People who can actually consciously and proactively choose whatever it is, because a lot of things are, 
but a lot of things are also up to us to decide <laughs> based on a conscious choice. So I, I love that even something as uh, kind of like, it, it's your name, right? Why bother? But at the same time, no, I want to make this change because it signifies all these different things uh, to, to the outside world and probably to the internal world as well uh, as you do. Because when you go around and introducing y yourself um, with kind of this, this new identity, uh, there there is, uh, I guess, a new... Um, essence <laughs> that that's now be pro pre projected into the world. So, so I found that super fascinating. I'd I'd love for you talk to us a little bit more about like th the name because uh well I I have two kids and when we had to choose the name uh it, it we kind of had our own process. But when you choose your own name, I think that's a, a little bit more interesting one because when you choose it for a kid, like you you get it, then that's what your mom and dad called you. But for yourself, that must be a, a more of a personal um kind of decision. I, I'd love if you walk us through that that process because well, there's I, a multitude I, of out there ethnic. Yeah, ways, right? yeah. So the first, the first thing I, I, I wanted to to choose a name that was unambiguously African, mm. uh, and, and then I decided that um, uh, I, I would like to focus specifically on on West Africa, and uh, really for no for no. Um, I chose an Akan name, which which means it's a, they they have a series of names that uh, uh, are allocated based on the, your, your, the day of the week that you're born. Uh, okay. So, so Kwame uh, simply translates to born on a, a male born on a Saturday. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, so, so it's literally, you know, it's, it's, it's a literal, quite a literal uh, meaning. And I was uh, a, a, a lad born on a Saturday. So, okay. <laughs> uh, so it fits. And, and, and uh, as, as best as we can tell, uh, through through um, my father did uh, one of those DNA uh, you know where where are you from kind of uh, mm. uh, DNA tests and right. uh, um, in particular for for uh, people from the African diaspora in in, in the, the Americas sometimes it's really hard to know uh, for for you know historical reasons uh, um, you can't be too specific and that's not our fault uh, but as, as best as we can tell, um, my father's uh, uh, family originated somewhere, probably either in Benin or Ghana, moder uh, you know, contemporary Benin or Ghana, uh, and and uh, the the Akan people are, are have had a big influence on on um, got one of the major uh, group, uh, peoples of Ghana. Uh, and and I just kind of like the, the I like the naming convention. I'm sure there's probably some purists who would say that I, I might be, you know, I maybe took the name without uh, uh, blessing or whatever. But Kwame is a, has also become a fairly uh, popular name within the diaspora as well. So mm -hmm. you'll you'll see African Americans uh, with the name Kwame or Kwame. Uh, um, remember when I was a kid, there was a there was a basketball player named Kwame Brown. Uh, mm -hmm. Who was a, a big fellow who played uh, played a few seasons in the NBA? Uh, so you know th th this this kind of um, deliberate uh, reclamation of, of an African uh, tradition, African heritage. Uh, I think it's just going to become more uh, more common, and I think it's good for people in my kind of position to uh, normalize and popularize African names. For sure, and and provides that uh, visibility. And it sounds like there's a whole bunch of uh, kind of that reconnection with yourself, right? Because you had to kind of go through the history uh, DNA test, <laughs> notwithstanding, and to figure out like day, the months, and things like w what is uh, appropriate uh, based on your uh, particular circumstance. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, if, if you feel that that, that is uh, the, the 
the new you, or I guess you all along. Uh, that would be an interesting one. Um, so I, I would love for you to chat a little bit about kind of like if if someone calls you uh, Scott, well, because I'm guessing that's going to happen uh, in, in any amount of time. So what are, what are your thoughts or what's your approach to kind of dealing with, with that situation? Is it a big deal? Is it is it challenging or is, is it just like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I it, it, to me, I, I it's just like, it's not like I took out a press release or anything, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, I, people have known me for, for 41. Now, some people have known me for 42 years as of today uh, yeah. that as by one one name it's going to be really hard and like I, even my own family right it's like my my mother my sisters my father like i it's, i don't expect them to be able to make that adjustment uh uh just because it's been something that i could i could uh make the switch myself i i, I mm-hmm. still sometimes forget uh and it's it's the it's the funniest thing when um uh uh Sometimes you know I make I make the mistake and I'm like oh wait 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 but call me this like I said my name's Scott but oh wait no no call me uh, um, uh, so you know it's it's a new thing so it'd be it would be kind of uh, I, no I can't I can't get upset about it and the great thing about um, so we do so much business by email now uh, and so it was easy for you know we just a couple keystrokes in my I had a new email address. Right. And, and uh, when people, and we just had the old one forward to it automatically. So when people email me, I just reply. If they address me as Scott, I just, I don't even I don't acknowledge it. I just reply and say all my best, Kwame. And that's yeah. usually the end of it. And then it, they, they they make the switch on their own, right? I, and most right. of the times, I, I I don't really have to say anything other than um, you know points it out. Uh, and uh, I generally assume that most people are going to go out of their way to to respect my 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 choice. I mean, it's sure. usually pretty. You know, people who don't are going to make themselves pretty irrelevant to my life uh, over time, <laughs> right? Like it's like if you, you know, if, if someone persistently wanted to call you Luke or you know whatever, it's like maybe it doesn't bother you, but I imagine that eventually you'd be like, eh, dude, my name's Lukey. <laughs> Yeah, for for me, I'm not a, a big stickler on, on on those types of things. I know some people have, but uh, obviously yours is a very purposeful name change. I know someone who is uh, Michael, not Mike, right? Right. And he right. definitely abhors uh, people calling him him Mike because that is very specifically uh, him. And and uh, I mean, I, I I care a little as long as uh, you engage in a conversation and you do it respectfully. I'm 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 okay with that. But I mean, I, I guess I can see your point. If they constantly called me something else, <laughs> yeah. it might be. Good to remind. Like if I constantly reminded them and say it's actually Luki, and then they did it again, and regardless, well, we'll eventually we'll... it's becoming a deliberate. You know, they're 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 winding you up, right? <laughs> it, it, exactly that sort of thing. But uh, I'm generally quite quite forgiving. Yeah. Um, as as we start to, to close off the discussion, I'd I'd love for you to share a little bit on like uh, kind of you embracing your your authentic self, right? So obviously the the name change is is part of it, and it's uh, sparking uh, probably hopefully a whole bunch of new conversations with folks as well. Um, uh, but can you talk a little bit about more of how you have been continuing to embrace your your uh, authentic self through the the name change and through uh, other things as well? Yeah, well, one of the one of the major ways, and and you know, I I am going to say this is entirely possible because I'm I'm a person with a fair amount of privilege, uh, but I've been able to spend time in uh, in Jamaica over the last couple of years, uh, and spend some time really kind of getting to know some of the places that were important to my 
to my father's family. Um, I just returned from a trip where uh, I, I spent, uh, I was able to kind of interview my, my cousin who's uh, in his early 70s now and really get some information that, that it's the kind of things that, that your grandparents or your, or your parents wouldn't necessarily tell you even as an adult child, uh, mm. because they still see you as sort of, you know, like that, that, that leave those, leave those, uh, those questions on un, un, unanswered or unasked preferably. Uh, but it was really neat for me to kind of hear his, his, uh, recollections about the family, about my grandparents and, mm. and about my, my father and, and my uncle. And, and so, you know, it's kind of, uh, uh, um, embracing that in a in a more serious way but i, I would say it's almost uh, what i wanted to say uh, rather than just kind of saying you know i'm privileged uh, you know i can do whatever i want now or whatever <laughs> it, it's it's it, i would say it's it's almost maslovian right like I, mm-hmm. I i couldn't really spend the time and resources uh mining this part of myself uh, until i had I had you know sort of more basic needs met uh, uh, and, and, and so I think that's, that's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's love the fact that this is, this, this programming is all about, you know, um, navigating these, these, this personal and professional, uh, uh, questions that, that so many of us have, but I really had to ha- get to a point where some of my more basic needs were met. And then my, my true essence, my, my true identity was, was able to reveal itself, uh, but it wasn't until I, I felt relatively secure, uh, and I think that that has a that's a, that's a probably an entire other podcast episode of what does <laughs> security mean. But when I when I finally felt uh, um, you know physically secure, emotionally secure, financially secure, uh, all of a sudden this this essence that 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 has probably always been you know part of me uh, was allowed to find expression. Uh, and and so so you know being able to, to to have that and to have spent some time like I said really engaging seriously with with my family tree uh, um, has has been really you know it's, it's it's been a pleasure and a delight. That's amazing. Yeah, and uh, chalk another one up to uh, Mr. Maslow. <laughs> hierarchy of hierarchy of needs, and you're absolutely right. Where for those of of, of us who are uh, kind of on the lower rung, looking for security, whatever security means for us, then at some point, uh, hopefully, you don't get on and stay on kind of like the hamster wheel of of life and just kind of continue build, 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 build. You you take time to to actually look at uh, relationships and and all that self actualization and, and focus ideally on the relationship with yourself I think is super important which I think uh, I'm really happy that you were able to do and it's also a reminder for myself is, is I actually had a thought in the back of my head to do um, like a podcast episodes with, with my family and almost like chronicling like the family tree and stuff like that because I have conversations with, with interesting people around me but I would hope that uh, my, my own family is, is interesting to me at least right and those might not uh, be published or whatever but but at least it's, it's something there and um, ho- hopefully we'll all have more of those conversations and uh, learn a little bit more about myself and uh, really embrace kind of what or whoever my authentic self is so uh, thanks uh, so much uh, Kwame for uh, joining us in this conversation and sharing your story and uh, yeah are there any kind of uh, parting words that you'd want to share with folks as they try to embrace their authentic selves you know I I, I, genealogy is important I think I think we do need to know where we come from it's harder for some of us than others especially there's all kinds of obstacles to it but um, being able to at least uh, know your story, tell your story, um, 
and, and and do some some ancestor work you know it's the uh we we get too busy i think in the west to really think about where we where we came mm. from and uh, uh for me that's that you mentioned the phrase north star uh mm. well you know i think i think unless you have the the sort of back trail uh you can still find yourself uh um going off course uh if you know you have to know where you're coming from um so so yeah i mean i i think it's good it's it's good work to do on it's good self-work it's good family work and uh um yeah go for it do it <laughs> sounds good so thanks so much uh kwame for being on this episode and hopefully we'll have you back for a future episode well i'd love to i had a great time and uh thank you so much take care thanks right. for joining us on the swike stuff i wish i knew earlier the podcast if you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.